Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek for Monday, March 9th. I'm Caroline Gonzalez, joined today on the show by head coach of the Tulane Green Wave football team, Coach Willie Fritz. First things first, Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on. Coach, I went to school with uh, defensive tackle Tanzel Smart, who now plays for the Rams. There are some other guys in the league from Tulane, and especially since you uh, joined the program. But two upcoming guys, wide receiver Darnell Mooney and cornerback Zacharias Keys. First of all, Coach, can you just tell me individually about these two guys and what they might bring to the NFL? Well, you know, I know a lot about these guys. They're two of the first guys that I recruited when I got the job here at Tulane. They were with us for uh, you know, all four years. Both fabulous young men, excellent students, as well as football players. Uh, the Curious, you know, he goes by Bo Pete. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody call him the Curious, <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, you know, we actually signed him after signing day. And, and uh, he was going to go to a junior college and he didn't really have any offers. We took a chance on him because he's tall, he's he's long, he's got excellent measurables. I I think he had a you know one of the longest reaches of all the DBs at the, the combine here a couple of weeks ago. He's uh, you know also got very good movement. Uh, he's a legit six one, two hundred pounds, so he'd be a he'd be a bigger type corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I, I think there are, everybody's looking for you know those guys that can get out of the perimeter and match up the tall receivers that, you know, everybody seems to have in the NFL, particularly out on the outside. And uh, he matched up against some pretty darn good receivers from the American the last few years and, and really did, you know, did more than hold his own. So I think that's probably his strength is his, his size, his length. He's got good quickness. He gets his hands on you on the line of scrimmage. He's, he's going to have the chance to, to really get after you. So, uh, you know, he had, got injured right before our last game and uh, had a, you know, minor uh, arthroscopic uh, surgery. Uh, so he wasn't able to run a 40 at the uh, combine. He's going to run it when we have our pro day. Mm-hmm. I believe that's April the 2nd. Uh, but he had a great vertical jump and a great standing broad jump. You know, Darnell Mooney, he's a guy that we, we didn't start recruiting until the – I didn't get the job until the uh, beginning of January. And I uh, started recruiting him the, the week before the final weekend. And we, we got Darnell in. He's got great speed. Ran a 4.38 at the combine. Uh, just a tremendously hard worker. He's not a real big guy. So I think he measured out uh, 5'11, 180 pounds maybe. But he, he does have great reach and length and, and uh, the, you know, big time uh, catch radius and able to get on guys and extend his arms and uh, block them efficiently on, on the perimeter. Uh, had a lot of big plays for us. One of the leaders in the country as far as uh, yards per catch mm-hmm. in the NCAA. Uh, so just uh, both those guys, I think, have got legit chances to you know either get drafted or, or a free agent, but both will be in a camp for sure. Fritz, you mentioned that uh, both of these players were uh, among your first two in your recruiting class. What does it mean to you to have those two first guys in your recruiting class as possible NFL prospects? Oh, that always helps you out. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we've got a few other guys. That will, you know, I, I think uh, Jalen McCleskey will definitely get into a camp. He's another one of our wide receivers. As a matter of fact, he's 
father played at the Saints for four years. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking for, for him to get in there. And then there may be you know, two or three other guys that'll, that'll uh, get an opportunity to go out there and, and uh, you know, try out. And you never know what will happen. We had Rod Teamer last year from uh, Brother Martin High School in, in New Orleans. And uh, you know, he signed free agent. At one point in time during the, during the season, he was a second-leading tackler for the Chargers. Mm. Uh, so to get that opportunity, you got a chance to do it. Hopefully, we'll get some of these guys with the Saints. We'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to have some guys playing here in town. That'd be great. Yeah, trust me, I'd like it too. I remember uh, going to school with with Rod Teamer, and and he was always of high character. I was actually uh, doing an event for uh, the college football playoffs that were here, and he was uh, speaking at an event right after me. And I was like, Rod, it's been so long. So, um, of course, high character guys there at Tulane, and uh, excited to see what they produce. Hopefully, in the league. But but Fritz, as a smaller school, you know Tulane. Of course, you know I don't have to tell you as a smaller school when it comes to football. What do you tell your recruits and guys who are fighting to play in the NFL when they consider coming to Tulane? Well, number one, you know, you get an opportunity to get a world-class education here. There's 4,130 colleges and universities across the United States and Canada with a 39th ranked school academically. So that's the first thing we push, you know, and you're not going to play football all your life. You know, it's a great goal to, to want to play in the NFL, but, you know, it's hard to do. You know, it's, it's very difficult. Uh, I believe I saw some stat where out of high school players, you know, less than 1% per, percent, uh, get an opportunity to play Division One football, and, and less than 1% of college players get an opportunity to actually play games mm-hmm. in the NFL. So it's difficult to do. So we we push that first and foremost. And the second, uh, you know, thing we really push with our guys is play big-time Division One football. We're the fourth-ranked conference in the United States last year behind the SEC, Big Ten, uh, Big 12, and then it was the AAC. We were ahead of Pac-12. Where our league was also ahead of the uh, ACC. So this is a quality football league. We've had as many players drafted from the AAC as uh, the Big 12 has had over the last few years. And then last but not least, you know, you get to do both these great things in the iconic city of New Orleans if you're if you're uh, wanting to go someplace where you can have a enjoy yourself and experience a lot of different things, and also get this great education, play great football, two lanes a place for you. Well, among great education, there's also great food. How do you keep these guys in line when it comes to this food? Because I'm sure getting some recruits in from you know smaller towns, and then they come to a place like New Orleans where you have crawfish etouffee on every other corner. What's it like keeping them in line? Well, you know, some of the guys try and gain weight, so it's easy for them. Gotcha. A lot of places they can eat. But, uh, <laughs> we've actually got a uh, a new uh, uh, dining service for just student athletes here at Tulane that you know serves uh, top quality food, and you know, I think most of our guys, you know, are going to eat the, the, the training table, you know, Monday through Friday. But they might go out and get a get some uh, some type of New Orleans food. On the weekend, I, 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 part of coming to school here, you want to experience the food as well. Yeah, of course, you have to enjoy it. Uh, Coach Fritz, the last two seasons, you guys have been above 500, won two bowl games. What do you think has been the biggest change for you all in the last two seasons in that Tulane football program? 
Well, we, we've done a good job recruiting and, and getting some quality guys in here. Tulane has been in Conference USA before I got here, and we, we went up and rank to the American Athletic Conference. And the taller, longer, uh, faster uh, athlete in order to compete, win games, you, you got to go out and have those type of guys playing against your opponent. And I think we've done a nice job of recruiting and, and selling the, the academics, you know, looking to get the right type of guy in here. You know, if a guy is, uh, you know, he's not going to go to class and he's not going to be able to compete in the classroom, he's not going to last here very long. Mm. Uh, so we've done a good job of, you know, finding those guys. We, were, we actually recruit nationwide. We're, we're starting to get quite a few guys from the New Orleans area, which we always like to do, but uh, because of our, you know, restrictions with uh, with grades and what, what type of crazy guys have to come, have to have to come here, you know, we got to look far and wide sometimes. But I just think we've, we've done a nice job of, uh, you know, upping the uh, quality of uh, football talent that we've had on the team. So you said you you guys call Thakarius Bo Pete, is that correct? Bo Pete. Bo Pete. Uh, How did that nickname come Bo, about? He's, I think he's had it all his life. Okay. He, uh, yeah, he, he's always always called, been called Bo Pete. I think he's a little kid, and, and uh, everybody, that's what everybody calls him around here. He's a, he's a really good natured uh, uh, young man, and, and, and both these guys have uh, overcome some hardships in, in their personal life and they're growing up and have really they're just uh, you know excellent guys to be around you know on a daily basis uh darnell's already back he, he's he's finishing up this semester and will have his degree i think he's taking uh, a partial load like maybe like nine hours mm. right now and he'll have his degree and then uh bo pete has just got i think three classes as well so and they've just been here four years so that's a good thing to be able to you know, train for the NFL, but also get that degree. Yeah, that degree is everything. Coach, before I let you go, if you were in a room with all of the NFL coaches and you had to describe to them what makes Bo Pete, what what makes Darnell Mooney stand out, what would you tell them? Great work ethic. They're going to be able to jump in there and, and uh, you know, uh, be able to train and, and play and compete, which I think is often overlooked. With guys, I think it's one of the big things. Uh, you know, I know Rod Teamer after he'd been there a couple of weeks with the Chargers, called back and talked to some of the coaches and said, you know, the, the terminology and and the way that we practice here is very similar to what we did at, at Tulane. So they're both going to be able to do that. And I also think they've got you know something that uh, stands out a little bit with uh, Bo Pete. It's, it's his length and size. You can get up there and press and and, uh, you know, and compete for, you know, 50-50 balls because uh, he's a little taller and longer. You don't see that at the corner position. And Dar- Darnell's just got superior movement. You know, he's got great speed. But he can also run routes at full speed, and break at full speed, with, which a lot of receivers aren't able to do. Now, these two came in in the same year. Did they Had they gone against each other all four years? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they went against each other all the time, you know. We we do a, a five minute one on one release period every every day that we practice in full pads. So they've seen a lot of each other. How much do you think that pushed them to? I mean, now they're the 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 top prospects out of Tulane. How do you? How much do you think that pushed them to better one another? Oh, I think it's always good to go against uh, uh, great talent. 
you know, I think that's how you get better. Mm. It's how you how you improve. You play against people you're going to dominate all the time. It's you know, it's not very challenging, and you're probably going to stay the same. Uh, but when you go against someone better, that that you got to find a, a plan to to be able to to win those one-on-one battles during a football game. And uh, so it's great. We 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 try to go good on good as as much as we can in practice. Uh, you know, because uh, it just makes everybody a lot better. And, and uh, you know, you're not having guys out there just dominating against an inferior uh, competition. Well, speaking of good on good, I, I saw that your theme for this season is going from good to great. So you guys are in the middle of workouts right now. What are your expectations for this upcoming season for the Green Wave? Well, we want to push past, you know, where we're at right now. It's, uh, you know, Tulane is, you know, we were first time in school history, back-to-back. Uh, bowl wins. Uh, there's only been uh, eight winning seasons in the last 38 years. Excuse me, seven winning seasons in the last 38 years for Tulane. We, we've had two of them, you know, and, and that's a great accomplishment, but that's nothing right now. We want to we want to be a team that's a consistent winner year after year. We want to break through and be one of those teams that, you know, wins 9, 10, 11, 12 ball games in a season. In order to do that, we got to improve. we got to every facet of the football program, recruiting, strength and conditioning, you know, uh, everything. And, and, uh, and then we've got to win more of our share of those uh, those one touchdown uh, games. We've had 22 of those since I've been here, and we're, we're 8 and 14. And we've got to we've got to turn the flip that around and make it more like 14 and 4, mm. you know, for the next few years in those one touchdown games. And to do that, we got to be more disciplined and everybody's got to amp their game up a little bit. Well, I feel like I'm watching Tulane football vicariously through my coworker, Todd Graffanini, who watches y'all religiously. And I feel like I know more about the Tulane green wave than anyone else in the building because of Todd Graffanini. So you certainly have a fan here in this building still. Well, Graff did a great job for us. He knows a lot more about Tulane football than I do. <laughs> He's uh, been, there, been there for, was with us for decades, but, uh, I just happened to see him the other day, and I know he's very excited about what he's doing right now with uh, you know, uh, the Pelicans and, and also you know his work with uh, the Saints uh, during preseason camp. And it just, uh, I'm, I'm real happy for him. He deserves all of that. Well, we're happy for him. Well, Coach, we'll let you go. We appreciate your time, and uh, good luck to you and the Green Wave this upcoming season, and uh, best of luck to your players on their pro day. Thank you. Roll right. wave. Go roll wave. Thanks to Fritz for joining me on the show today. Today's show was brought to you by SeatGeek. If you're trying to find tickets to football games or any other live event, it can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing, but with SeatGeek, you can do everything in one place. Search for and discover the best deals on seats, buy from any device, and sell and transfer tickets in just a couple taps. Best of all, our listeners will get $20 off their first purchase when they use the SeatGeek app. Use code GOSAINTS at checkout. SeatGeeks for the best deals on tickets. All right, that'll do it for the Monday edition of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. We'll tune back in on Wednesday. Thanks for listening.